0: I think it's important that we connect emotionally to things. We hear so many things that we're like, oh, did you hear, you know, some horrible thing. We kind of like talk about it. like, You know, Could you pass the salt afterwards as opposed to really allowing ourselves to connect to the people that are here in our lives, the ones that we really know that's energy producing. When you allow yourself to know someone and you allow them to know you back, that is energy producing because you know what really drains you Meredith is pretending to be somebody pretending to be, pretending anything, or just sitting there having people not know you. Being known, that's energy producing.
1: It's gonna be a really neat behind the scenes. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is so weird. Because something always magical happens. Wait, what? Did you just make that up? Hey, it's Meredith For Real, The Curious Introvert. Listen each week as I talk with someone new. The topics are as ADD as I am, but they'll inspire you to stay curious and grow. Big thanks to our location sponsor, the UWF Historical Trust. Hey, curiositers, if you feel like you're tired in your spirit, this episode is for you. My guest brings practical tips, hilarious stories, and seriously copious amounts of energy to address the human energy crisis. And I sincerely want this episode to recharge your soul. So I'm going to ask you that you use this episode to think about, what it is that you're thinking about. Let it be a process. Just let it run in the background of your consciousness to kind of monitor your thoughts and then bring it to your attention. Because there may be an easy fix to the energy leaks in your life, but they'll continue to drain you anonymously if you don't bring awareness to them. So I I really hope that this episode is such a tool for you to do that. And if you listen to this and think, oh dang, I needed to write that down, don't worry. You can get all the summarized uh, bullets neatly delivered to your email inbox. If you're in the U.S., all you have to do is text R-E-A-L to 66866. And if you're elsewhere on earth, just go to meredithforreal.com. If you're already included in my email community. Thank you so much for staying in touch outside of the finicky world of social media. And thank you for coming back week after week to hit play. When I first started this podcast, I imagined the episodes floating out there in space. And now I really feel like I can feel you listening, which I know that sounds completely crazy. But the point is that I acknowledge you for making space for my creation in your life. And for that, I'm grateful. And if you're new here, I want to say welcome. I started this podcast in 2019 as a project to inspire people to choose curiosity over judgment. Each episode is totally different, and each guest brings a personal development opportunity along with their story so you can stay curious and grow. There's really no particular order in which you have to listen to episodes, so just have a look around and hit play on whatever grabs your attention, there are now officially 100 episodes to choose from. Okay, friends, enjoy the show. Optimizing your energy. Did, do you feel tired just right now because I just said that? <laughs> then you might have a human energy crisis. And you might have heard me say that and thought, yeah, no shit, Sherlock. Well, my next guest, when she isn't having hilarious and thought-provoking chats on her podcast called I Got One For You... She's lending her superpowers of energetic joy and creative thinking to corporations who need thought capital. Today, she's gonna share her thought resources with us and help us become energy abundant. So we can be like Energy Oprah, you get energy and you get energy, you all get energy. Doesn't that sound great? (laughs) Thought experimenter, formidable optimist, weird but not a weirdo, Courtney Farrell. Thanks for coming on the show. Meredith for real. I'm so excited to be here. I'm excited too. I think optimizing energy is like, it sounds so awesome, but it also kind of sounds like a tagline for a pharmaceutical drug that has like a long list of side effects, you know, may
0: cause permanent diarrhea and murdering people in your sleep. Yeah, I think the commercial for that had two people sitting in bathtubs <laughs> overlooking a field. I'm pretty sure that's what it was. It I think this, Listen, this is a, this is an important topic right now. This not, not the, the bathtub people, That that's an important topic for another time. But this whole thing, I just stopped reading this morning. I woke up, I picked up my phone, and I found 15 articles about burnout. Really? Burnout, burnout. And they're not talking about athletes or any of that. They're talking about just like the average Joe going through life. You can read it in Harvard Business Review and Newsweek and MSNBC. LinkedIn's packed with it. Everyone's given lip service to this idea. And then at the end of reading all of these things, I got a text from a friend of mine who I consider to be the optimism queen. Like she's she's the she's the good fairy that comes down, she's just got it coming out of her in every way. And she wrote me and she said, I am so tired in my spirit. Oh. And I I stopped for a second and then I wrote her back and said, I am not tired in my spirit. I am not tired in my spirit, not even remotely. We have got to keep moving. And it reminded me of being in Aarhus, Denmark, one time. There's this. Man there named Ufa Ulbeck who runs a school called the Chaos Pilots.
1: Uh, okay. First of all, place. can we make a band called the Chaos Pilots?
0: They, right after we make a band called the Mother Pluckers. Okay. Yes. Super. Okay. Now that's a bluegrass band, but I like the idea. <laughs> Chaos Pilots do. So he, he, he's sitting there sit, having a cup of coffee and he takes out a pen and he writes on the table and he draws this diagram and he said, here's the thing. All the bad people are waking up every morning and putting bad into the world. And if the good people aren't waking up with an expressed intent of putting good in the world, it's gonna get out of balance. And so I think the reason why we are all tired and we're having this human energy crisis, it's not our kids, it's not our aging parents, it's not our to-do list, and it's not our jobs. It's four things. It's negativity, cynicism, pessimism, and fear. Those four things, those are the four things that we are inviting into our lives. Every morning we wake up, we invite it into our lives and we pick up our phone and we turn on the news and we have these conversations about, oh, let me tell you the scary, terrible stories that I heard in the last two hours. And then we just feed it to ourselves and we are just, we're doing it to ourselves. And so that's what this talk is about, is like how we're gonna stop that. We are gonna fight these forces.
1: First step one, quit listening to true crime podcasts, everyone. I do not understand
0: I do not either. Putting this all into your head. So here's the deal. We have a couple things we can do. And they're, I think, exciting. The the first, I'll just give them all to you. You got to think, you got to laugh, you got to move yourself to tears, and you have to get excited about the world that we're all creating together. Those, those four things are three, four, three things. Count however you want to. Those are the most important things we can be doing. And we look at this, like, just thinking about thinking, like, how often... Do we give ourselves time and space to think and think about all the amazing things in the world? Like here's something to think about. Did you know Meredith that it takes a snowflake two hours to fall from the sky?
1: I did not know this,
0: but your life is going to change now that you know this, because if you take some time to think about it, think about how much stuff you accomplish in two hours. Mm. You can like feed kids, be on a conference call, make dinner, pay some taxes, you know, sweep a floor, get a kid over to a soccer practice and back before anyone in the house knew they were even gone. You can you do so much in 2 hours but a snowflake just does one thing and it falls to the ground. And just taking that thought right there and giving yourself 30 minutes to think about it and if that if that's true then what does that mean for us? I don't know what it means, but we all need time just to think about that. We need time to think about our big wild dreams. Something that will make you exhausted is if you ignore your wildest dreams. When there's an idea that comes into your head and you ignore it, just, you might as well just like you know cut a hole in your arm and let the energy just bleed right out mm-hmm. because your spirit wants you to pay attention to those big ideas. Like one time I started thinking about how cool it would be if snowmen actually talked. They just stand there. They're just like, hey, I'm a snowman. I'm like, look at that snowman. But what if they had a voice? What if they talked? And then I started thinking how fun it would be if you got a bunch of snowmen together and had them picket, like in front of the white house. <laughs> and so then I realized like, that would be awesome, but I'm not really a picketer. I'm, I'm a, I'm not, I'm not discontent. I'm kind of positive. So what if you had a hundred snowmen with positive picketing, like they were like picketing pessimism. <laughs> and so, I got a bunch of friends together. A huge snowstorm came. It was such a big snowstorm. We couldn't make it into D.C., but we went to the streets of Alexandria and built 100 positive picketing snowmen that just had positive message on them. Like, you know, concrete is no match for human imagination. Or do you smell carrots? Or you know, call your mom. I when love you Get that. those ideas. you got to do them. You have to make space for the idea
1: to come, which so I wonder why we are so, uh, attracted continually t- to this idea of cramming more in like somehow it's uh, like a value signal like uh, you're busy exhausted and haggard like you look run down and therefore you're doing the american life right you know why are we why are we always trying to cram in more things
0: <laughs> oh and we're also trying to look good while we do it someone once held up a 20 dollar bill to me and said how how much is this dollar bill how much is this i like 20 bucks And then he took it and he threw it on the ground and he stepped on it and he wrinkled it and he like punched it and he picked it up and told the $20 bill that it was ugly and whatever else. And he's like, how much is this $20 bill now? I was like, it's still, still 20 bucks. He's like, that's right. Either way, same value. You can beat yourself up here or you can just be this regular, just be yourself. Don't pack it all in too much stuff. Or if you're going to pack stuff in, pack in the good stuff. I actually think Meredith that sitting around waiting, like waiting for something good to happen is also a complete energy suck. Like you gotta make good stuff happen in your life. You can't just wait for the invitation to come. So if we're thinking about this, we got thinking, laughter. Do you know there's um there's a place in Richmond called Hollywood Cemetery and all these famous people are buried there. And so people like to take walks through the cemetery, which sounds like a bummer, but it's actually beautiful. And there's this one um, headstone there and I love it. I love it so much. I tell everyone I know about it and it says, Margarita Daniels, she always said her feet were killing her but nobody would listen. <laughs> and it really says that on the tombstone. It really says that. You can go online and check this out. It really says that. And I love that because even in death there's like there's a place to laugh. There's something to laugh about. There's something to have some joy about. This woman who is no longer with us has brought so much joy to me and I think to a lot of other people because I talk about it way too much. Like this, this whole idea of like building it in, coming into a conversation, wanting to make somebody else laugh. Yes, that's so powerful.
1: And chemically, it does so many amazing things to your brain that it should be like a requirement for every meeting that we begin with laughter because you're more open-minded, you're more relaxed, you feel more connected to others. And as you said, it brings energy. So do you think it's more important to bring in the energy through whatever means first or to block the energy leaking first? Like, do we need like poise incontinence pads for energy leakage?
0: (laughs) We would be covered head to toe in cotton. (laughs) I think, I think it's, I think we as humans are sieves and we want things to move. You can't stop the leaking you can't stop. We're built that way. We got, we got holes all over us. It's coming out. It's that you have to keep bringing energy in. You have to invite energy in and you have to invite energy from other people. So many people are just waiting for someone to come up to them and start a meaningful conversation that actually has some surprise and delight in it. Hmm. A conversation where you're saying something more than, you know, how's your mama? Like you're getting down to the meat of it. Like, what's your story? Hey Meredith, what's your story? Like let's get to the heart of stuff. Let's not stay on the surface and do that like, you know, cocktail party thing where you have to drink a whole bunch of drinks just to make the person next to you more interesting than they actually are.
1: I almost named this podcast I hate small talk. Almost. It didn't really sound very inviting. So I, I decided against it. But small talk is one of my energy leaks. So do you think that it would be weird if I asked the checkout lady at the grocery store to tell me like you know, her life story instead of when she says, Hey, did you find everything? Okay. And I'm like, tell me your life story.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But you never want the whole life story. You just say, I did find everything except for, I need a little bit of information about you. What's your story. What you doing. And then she tells you, and then you have a little connection with the woman at the checkout line and her job is better. And your shopping experience is better. I actually play a game with all checkout people. When I get up there and I say, all right, I think this is going to cost $97 and 50 cents. You want high or low on this baby? You know, you like make a little game of it. Put it out there. Have you ever been to the Have you ever been to the hospital in um, Charlotte, North Carolina, by any chance? Uh, by chance, no, I have not. All right, lucky girl. But if you go there, hospitals are a little bit downer places, right? But there, they play the Brahms Lullaby every time a baby is born. So when you're walking to the hospital, maybe you're visiting someone who's sick or whatever, but then you hear that. Brahms lullaby, and you're like, a new life just came in the world. It's awesome. It's awesome. It's like, what's our Brahms lullaby? What are we putting into our lives to remind ourselves that good stuff is happening all around us? And it's not just the latest thing that you saw on CNN. I would stop media. I would. I think we all need media vacations. We are so worried that we're going to miss some story that comes through. Remember when we were younger and we all tried soap operas? Remember, you're like, I'll just try as the world turns. I am telling you, those people got a contract when they first signed up that they would never age, that they would never die on this program. They get to hook up with anyone they wanted on the show eventually over the course of their contract. But the same thing is going on and as the world turns today as it was whenever you watched it 25 years ago. And it's the same thing with the news, same mm-hmm. stuff. Take a break. Yeah,
1: I you believe have- it.
0: Do you have lots of news coming in? Do you, do you watch the news constantly?
1: I do not watch the news. I recently heard that watching the news for 15 minutes, it signals your fight or flight for two days. And so I already didn't watch the news, but I was feeling like my fight or flight was kind of high. And then I realized that my uh, Google notifications were on my phone. So I was getting the 40 or whatever characters at the top of my phone to whatever, um, you know, salacious uplifting headline. story oh yeah yeah of course it's really just the same story in different headlines and so I had to go into my phone and remove all the google notifications and and I feel much better already
0: I think that's a big one I was on the phone with some really young people the other day sort of college age and I was saying tell me about your world tell me everything here I am I'm 40 you know like reconnect me with what it is to be 20 And they were taking me through TikTok and they were taking me through Instagram. And this one lovely girl said, you know, these are just little fragments of joy. She said it as a positive thing. And I wrote it down and I thought about a mirror. And who wants a fragment of anything? Hmm. I don't want a fragment of anything. I want all the joy. I want the full joy. Thank you. I want the (laughs) supersized joy. I don't want a fragment of it. So I think we're, you know, we're going to these places on the internet and social media to try and get these fragments. And then we're left with this sort of these shards of what could be beautiful if they were all put together, but don't actually fill us up, but make us feel kind of lonely. Hey everyone
1: just a quick interruption to show gratitude to our sponsors and give you some special deals. The UWF Historical Trust. We shoot the show at the Museum of Commerce and the Pensacola Museum of History and it's not just an amazing step back into the 18 and 1900s but it's an event space too and because they love creative collaborations and have spaces for all party sizes they're pretty much the perfect venue to make your event stand out. So if you need a unique space in downtown Pensacola, take a look at historicpensacola.org. And if you want to tour one of the 12 museums, get your tickets in person so you can show the agent one of my emails and get $2 off an adult ticket. Get emails by texting real to 66866. It seems like no one can agree on anything nowadays, but I have found the unifier to unite us all. Mosquitoes suck. Mine were so bad, they were in my car. Have you ever tried to swat a mosquito while driving? Not advised. Insect has been great because they guarantee their work and pollinator care is always top of mind. If you live in the Florida Panhandle or the Gulf Coast of Alabama, give them a call, ensec.net. I get messages all the time asking for help navigating a medical marijuana card. And it's always one of two problems. A, they don't know where to start, or B, they have their card but don't know what to do next. Enter Empathic Practice. If you're in Florida, they're a one-stop shop for your actual doctor visit, medical marijuana recommendation, and holistic support. If you're outside of Florida, even international, they offer cannabis coaching to help you dial in what will work for you. Check them out at empathicpractice.us. Now back to the show.
0: So during... Probably halfway into COVID, I called up a good friend of mine, Mason New, and he. I said, Mason, we got to do something. I was thinking back to that conversation with Ufa in, in um, Aarhus, Denmark. And I said, listen, if everyone in the world is putting out negativity, we got to start putting out some positivity. Let's just get together. Let's go up to my attic. Let's buy a couple microphones. Let's do a podcast that's all about joy, surprise and delight. And each one of us will come each week trying to surprise and delight the other one. We won't worry about the audience. We'll just like, <laughs> I, my, I'm with an audience of one. I'm going to surprise and delight you. I'm going to make you laugh. I'm going to make you think. I'm going to make you excited about this world. And you try and do the same thing to me. And then we'll see, see what happens. And we've gotten 17 episodes in. And it's really fun because it's, it's not edited. It's authentic. It's real. And we just tell stories that lift you up. Yes. You know, like, like pull, you, pull you up which is exciting.
1: I love your podcast. I love the energy that you and Mason have together. It's, it's such, it's just listening in on such goodness. And it makes me think about, um, you know, when you're learning about how to take care of the environment, they talk about swaps, right? Like instead of a plastic grocery bag, take a a reusable bag to the grocery. Instead of using a plastic sandwich bag, try a silicone reusable one. Um, And I feel like, uh, for energy, there's energy swaps. And certainly the podcast that we listen to is an easy opportunity for swapping out something that is, you know, energy leaking and draining and sucking for something that's energy giving. But since, you know, energetic joy is kind of your superpower. Do you have any other suggestions on really good energy swaps that do this, not that kind of thing?
0: Oh, I have a lot of them. So I, okay, I'll it. give you a couple. So this is this is my like salacious one, which Ooh. is I went to my, um, I got a physical last year and my doctor went down and asked me all sorts of questions. And then she's like, and how's your sex life? And instead of answering that here on your podcast, I'll just tell you that she said to me, this is actually a really key component to your health. So just know <laughs> that if you love your spouse, one thing that you could do was to make sure you're doing all of that so that you can keep each other healthy. But it's just this idea of human touch, like yeah. touching, touching one another. It doesn't have to be all the way. You don't have to hit a home run there, but just like just a little bit more human connection with one another. Little, little hugging goes a long way when you see someone. Don't give them the A-frame pat, pat, pat in the shoulder. Give them the like tummy hug. The one where your tummies touch, you hold on for an uncomfortable amount of time. Maybe you even sway a little bit, you know? Nipple you to think-
1: nipple is what I like to say. A tummy I, button to tummy button, sure. Yeah, and I say it to strangers, I'm like, well, this was before COVID. People don't appreciate it as much as they used to. But yeah, I would be like, listen, we're going to hug, and it's nip to nip, all right? now, Right, get in there. Yeah, get, they, in there. get in hang there. Get in there. Hang
0: That's what they're and for, what they, comforting, look, you know? They are. The other thing is is that, listen, COVID, one mouth is one direction, one's the other. It's the safest thing you can do. You're not in each other's faces. And you just you hang on. You think something good about the person. It's the same thing. When you're singing happy birthday, don't drudge through that song. Think something positive about the person you're singing it to. Like connect emotionally to the stuff that you're doing. That's 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 one. That's one little thing. I'll give you a, a ridiculous one. And I know most of you won't do this, but there was a really rainy day here in Richmond. It was pouring down rain and I woke up and thought, boy, this is a dreary day. People need a little something today. I'm going to do something today to like lift it up. And so I went to the dollar store and got a hundred yellow balloons with helium. And I went outside and the wind was blowing and then the rain was coming down so hard that the balloons wouldn't stay up. So I had to like run a little bit to make the balloons (laughs) stay up. And I had this yellow rain slicker. And in my mind, I thought like, God, why can't I be normal? Why can't I be like other people right now, wrapped up in a blanket, drinking some tea by a, you know, windowsill? Anyway. I went out and started walking and I started noticing people in their cars and they started smiling and honking. And so I started counting the smiles and I was so excited. I was two and a half hours. I was out with a hundred balloons. i like, my arm hurt because you had to really keep the balloons up that helium wasn't doing. The rain was pouring and I started waving and running with these hundred balloons. And I got up to something like 450 smiles before I stopped counting. And this is the coolest part. At the end of it, when the rain stopped and I'm walking with these, you know, i lost a couple of balloons in the way and some of them were like dragging behind me like a little walking dog. I saw this license plate and the license plate said, more joy.
1: Yes, I ah. love that. I think we, an energy leak is wishing you were somewhere else, someone else, wishing you were whatever normal means and thinking too much about yourself. And what I love about pretty much every story you tell <laughs> Is that it always is about that outside perspective you look in, but you also but you act you act out <laughs> and i I thought of you um, a couple of weeks ago, I was on the beach taking photos for a YouTube thumbnail for uh, an alien episode, a uFO episode, and I found a Colander, you know the big metal ones, like the old ones. Colander, colander, a colander.
0: Yeah, yeah, colander. Yeah, I don't know. A how to say it over- that's the Florida way to say it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> maybe not. I don't know. But uh, I put some foil on it so it had ears, and it was a fabulous hat. And after we were done taking the photo, which was fun in itself. I thought, wow, this is just like a wasted opportunity. I've got all these tourists driving by. So I just stood on the edge of the street and was waving at the tourists. Um, Oh, and did I mention I was standing next to a UFO house? That sort of completes the picture. Um, But I, I thought this was so much fun, and they were laughing and honking. So I know exactly what you mean. And it gave me so much joy and so much energy.
0: Didn't it feed you? It It feeds you when you feed other people. It's crazy. There's, I was talking to a woman whose name is Dr. Edith Egers and she is 93. She was in a concentration camp at the age of 17 in Auschwitz. And um, she survived and she was having a lovely conversation uh, with us. And she said this, she said, you know, when I woke up every day in the concentration camp, all we had was each other. And when I wake up now, In my beautiful room here in Florida, all we have is each other. It was such—it's such a great message because the key to our energy crisis is sitting right next to us on a subway or across from us on the Zoom. There you are—you're filling me up today. I hope I'm filling you up a little bit. Like it's the connections that we're making with one another. It's the wanting to find common ground and not wanting to say, well, Meredith, let me tell you how I feel about the vaccine. You tell me how you feel about the vaccine. And then we can hate each other about how we feel about the vaccine. And if we happen to agree with each other, we can then turn around and hate all the people who don't agree with us. Oh
1: my God. You just described how social media works in
0: 2021. (laughs) seriously like this is crazy i want to know where we have commonality i want to laugh with you i want to know you yeah it's exciting i want to listen to your alien episode because that sounds fascinating because (laughs) they better exist they better exist
1: it's it is interesting you you might enjoy that thoroughly it's it's very interesting but um when when you listed the things that bring you energy at the beginning one of the things you said i think was something moving you to tears
0: Yes. So this is a big one. Yeah,
1: talk to me about that because that I feel like laughter might be obvious to some people, but the moving to tears sounds less obvious.
0: Well, I I found this out as a young person. When I was a little girl, um, when I was born, I was had a very twisted up tummy, and um, I went to the hospital day three. I stayed there for six months. There were lots of things that happened to me, including losing a portion of my lovely small intestine. And, um, I have a scar on my stomach that looks like I've been bitten by jaws. It's awesome. Anyway, long story short, I, my doctor, my sweet darling doctor, um, came to see me on Christmas morning. And my grandmother who was a country person, she lived out in the country and she told my grandfather, she was going to come see me on, on Christmas morning. I was down to two pounds at that point. And my grandfather told her that she couldn't go because it was too much ice on the road. And so she said, very well, then I'm going to go to the barn and feed, feed the animals. And she promptly got into the car and drove to Richmond, which is 45 minutes away. And she came into the ICU and my doctor came down um, to see me. He was not on duty, but he was standing at my little incubator with his hand in my incubator and his big, big, she used to hold on her hand, and show me how big his hand was. And she'd show my, her little pinky as my leg. And she, she said he was standing there. He was singing Silent Night to me. And I love that story so much, mainly because I learned that we have strong women in our family and we don't do what we're told. We do what we want to do and we support one another. And here's a man whose job is to operate on people, but really his job is to care about people. And I read an article a while later about um, about crystals, molecules, that if you play classical music around water molecules, they'll turn into snowflakes. And I read an article about babies being something like 68 or 72% water. So he basically turned me into 72% snowflakes. And that's, I think, why I'm still here because snowflakes are magical. Long story short is that these kind of stories, they each one of us have them. Each one of us have these stories about how we're here and the people who have helped to come lift us up. And if you really listen to them and connect with them, they're emotional and they will move you and years after that operation i went and worked with my doctor as i was as a teenager he let me come work with him and i was in the icu one day and this is well before computers were a mainstream thing and there was a little baby in an incubator and above this little this little crib they had printed out on a piece of paper with that computer ball remember printers used to be a ball and it would turn for the letters they had printed out with x's this gigantic printout, something that we see all the time now, but had never seen then. And it said, come on, Willard. Oh, And I I cried. I cried. I stood there as an 18-year-old girl weeping because these people were saying to their baby, like, come on and live. Come on, Willard. Come on, come on and live. And it was just, there was something so amazingly touching to me that they would have you know, in their time at home spent making this. I, I think it's important that we connect emotionally to things. We hear so many things that we're like, oh, did you hear, you know, some horrible thing. We kind of like talk about it. like, You know, oh, could you pass the salt afterwards as opposed to really allowing ourselves to connect to the people that are here in our lives, the ones that we really know that's energy producing. When you allow yourself to know someone and you allow them to know you back, that is energy producing because you know what really drains you Meredith is pretending to be somebody, pretending to be, pretending anything, or just sitting there having people not know you. Being known—that's energy producing. It's awesome to be known. It's awesome to have community that lifts you up, that cares about you, and you can turn around and do the same thing for them.
1: It's interesting. That gives that, it back. That to be known and to um, oh shoot, it just left me to be known. And then what did you just say before that about to lift
0: you up? Like once you're known, oh, and then you yes. know other people. Yeah,
1: and and that it's energy giving. Uh, and really, social media is the opposite because you're anonymous, and you're oh, did you hear? Dun dun dun! You know, so it's bringing you down. So it's like the exact opposite of what you're talking about.
0: So if we get, and you're anything also out trying of this- to put. Yeah, you're also trying. I totally interrupted you, but you're also trying to put this beautiful vision of yourself. you know, like Instagram. Look where we are. We're <laughs> amazing. Look at my beautiful children. Their hair is combed on Mother's Day. All these women put these things about like, oh, my beautiful children, being a mother is the best thing in my life. And it was post after post. So I took my hair and teased it out like Rosanna Dana banana and then took a picture of myself and put it out there and said, you know, happy Mother's Day to all you, you know, ragged, torn and whatever. Like, let's be real here, people. This is what it really looks like.
1: Oh, that's so true. Well, as we wrap up, um, can you summarize those three energy sources? I thought those were so good. And I don't want people, I want them to be top of mind for people listening.
0: Absolutely. We're having a human energy crisis right now and we can fight it. We're warriors. We are warriors fighting against negativity, cynicism, pessimism, and fear. And if you just get take the time to think, think about your dreams, ponder things, look at poetry, find some that you like, laugh with your friends. Don't, don't kill humor. Humor needs to be a part of all of our lives. Be moved to tears. Find those stories in our own lives that you can connect to. They don't have to be sad. They can just be moving, watching somebody do something for the first time, put themselves out there. That should move you. That should... It should allow you to feel something. And then finally, you gotta get excited about this world we're all creating together. It is an awesome world. It's an exciting world. If for no other reason Meredith is in this world and she's an incredible person, so I mean, you gotta be excited about that. Just find <laughs> find a few things each day that just like rile you up. If you're looking for something, the sun rose this morning. If that isn't something to be excited about, I don't know what is.
1: I totally agree. Absolutely. And Courtney, you are truly an energy master. I I just I love being in your space. I love the first time I ever heard you on stage and I want people to know if they want to hire you for energy, energy services or an idea pimp or whatever. How do they do that? How do they get in touch with you? How do they stay in touch with you?
0: Do you do you know smoke smoke flames? Just light a fire in your backyard. (laughs) yell really and loud yell really loud I think it's easy Instagram not Instagram what's that LinkedIn thing or Facebook or one of those you know, things call yeah. me
1: yeah we just yeah. dogged on the internet and how much we hated it and we're like i stay in touch with us <laughs> follow, me, <laughs> like, follow me on my, my socials <laughs>
0: hey listen to listen to the podcast I got one for you and um and and there's a website I got one for you.com there's an easy way to get in touch right there on the, on the um on the podcast website
1: that's perfect. Yeah. Well, as we wrap, any last thoughts you want to share with our audience?
0: I think you got to be joyful. You got to have a little surprise and delight. So my one final thing is today. Surprise and delight somebody. With something small, it doesn't have to be big. But get out there. Move a little bit. Don't be in the waiting room waiting for something to happen. Make something happen with your life. Because it's a beautiful one.
1: Whether it's yellow balloons or an alien hat, go do the thing.
0: Go do that thing. <laughs> awesome. Woo! Thanks for listening. If you love
1: the content of the show and want a summary delivered to your inbox, just text REAL to 66866 if you're in the U.S. or go to MeritForReal.com if you're elsewhere. And if you liked this episode, you will also like the one about the travel journalist who got stuck in the country of Georgia during the 2020 quarantine. She turned an uncomfortable situation into a badass one. That's episode 50. Stay tuned next week when I talk with a psychedelic lawyer.